Hi, my name is Adam, and I've never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I even got the whole title in there. All right, everyone. Welcome to Fine. I'll watch it. I'm Johnny. I'm Bridget. And we are. Oh, you're Adam. We know that part. That's right. right. Yep. Um, we are deep into the holiday season of our movies. Um, we have seen Scrooged. We have seen. Wow. What I already forgot the last weeks. It was the Santa Claus. Did you forget and, it completely from your memory because you no longer like the movie? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already like deleting this out of my memory. Um, so, but, uh, for this episode, we have Adam in the hot seat doing Christmas vacation and Adam, your history with the vacation series, your expectations. Um, so yeah, uh, we're doing Christmas vacation, which is the, is it the second or the third vacation movie, which comes first European or Christmas? It's the third. Yeah. Yeah. European is the second. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've never seen this one. I don't know why. Again, I feel like it's the same reason of nobody really, you know, growing up in my life was like, oh, my God, Christmas Vacation. That's the best, greatest, most amazing Christmas movie. It's nonstop hilarity from start to finish. Um, So I think that's probably why. Like, I know it's, you know, a beloved Christmas classic. And I, you know, I was just in, I think, like Target the other day and I saw like merch for it. And I was like, okay, like I, I obviously know it's like a big thing. And I've seen other vacation movies, so I, I'm not sure why I, this hasn't come into play. I mean, I think the first vacation movie I saw was actually Vegas Vacation. Okay. I don't know why that was first. It's probably on TV or HBO or you know something that I had access to and threw it on for any number of right. I mean, reasons. it's the one that came out in the 90s. I think the Christmas one, what are we looking at? Like late 80s, uh, like 89? 89. Okay. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, it's, you know, because I remember seeing, you know, the original Vacation, like, that was a big cable movie, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it would just be on sometimes, and, like, I would always, like, catch it at, like, specific points and, like, not see the whole thing, right? But Christmas Vacation, like, did not, I feel like, get a lot of the same play, at least on television, Mm -hmm. Um I feel like it does more so now. I feel like I'm more likely nowadays to see Christmas Vacation on TV, obviously around Christmas time, than Mm -hmm. I am to see regular vacation on at any point throughout the year. Yeah. Not really sure why that is, other than the fact that it's a Christmas movie and you've got to fill so much time around the holidays when there's not normal TV. So you just take any Christmas movie you can and throw it on. Part of me thinks that, like, I saw Chris, or Vegas Vacation first, and I really love Vegas Vacation. I'm sure it's thought of as, like, the lesser of the four, but I really, really like that one. Um, and I think going back and watching regular Vacation afterwards, I was like, you know what? I don't like this as much as Vegas, so I don't feel the need to, like, continue on. Right. Um, and I don't know why I think Vegas is better. Like, I'm sure it's not it's, like it's I said, more I polished uh, vegas is very polished i think the first one there is is good uh the second one is rough <laughs> but um the third one kind of gets back to it with this one um mm-hmm. and i think like cousin eddie like as much as he was a big part of the vegas one i think if if you loved vegas you're on the same frequency as this movie okay if that makes any sense yeah yeah, yeah. that the, this one is more in line with um, with Vegas than Vegas is with yeah the like the the beats the gags the comedy it just it's all kind of very much in line with uh, the vacation one or excuse me the Christmas one okay I mean I'm excited to to finally sit down and check it out because um, like I said you know I've I'm only at fifty percent of the vacation franchise right um, and even still like I've seen a lot of like the National Lampoon movies throughout the years like you know, it was a huge animal house person you know i don't think i had the poster in college but i definitely you know <laughs> watched it and had the dvd of the you know totally uncensored double secret probation edition or whatever so like i've definitely gone through uh you know other national lampoon movies so even like that title head didn't didn't necessarily draw me into this one um 
did now is this a staple for you guys around christmas time what's your kind of familiarity with and when's the last time you saw it um i think the first time that i watched it was with my father it's not so much a staple like in my head i think of it as a staple i'm like oh what a classic but like in prepping for this episode i was like it's been a while since i've seen this movie actually um, it's not one that I'm like, I have to watch it, but in my mind, like I would tell people like, oh, you have to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to revisit. Um, this is a Christmas movie that I think is, will resonate and is appropriate for what Christmas 2020 is probably going to be like, <laughs> you know, like, like in a way that like, it's a wonderful life might not speak to if you are pessimistic like me. Um, but I also, I, the opposite side of the coin, I am concerned that I might have uh, a Santa Claus experience in that, like revisiting this movie. Now it's been a while um, that I might not enjoy it or appreciate it, or I will see flaws in it that I did not see before. I mean, so, I think I think the Griswolds, the Griswolds are together. Are we talking about the divorce element? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, you're, you mean a Johnny Santa Claus experience where you like it? And oh, oh, it, I'm uh, sorry. Like, okay. Yeah, yes. no, 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 no. Gotcha. Okay. So I know, like, yeah, nothing in the plot is gonna make me text my therapist, but <laughs> there's, you know, I just it's been so long um, that okay, I'm like, I'm stealing myself for like this may not hit in the same way that it did in the past. Like, I feel like it's either going to be a 10 or a three for me. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, um, I, I don't, me personally, I don't think you're going to have your, this problem, uh, Bridget, the one that I have with the Santa Claus, uh, mainly because the crucifixion keeps its tone, like throughout the entire movie. And yeah. that's where I sort of like lost it with the Santa Claus, where I remember being thoroughly enjoyable and not just like first act, first half enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for me, this one, I think, eluded me more than any other vacation movie for a while. Um, I, For some reason, I have this weird memory as a kid kind of going through the, the local video store and asking my parents, you know, I want to rent this or watch that. And I, and I see this, and I'm looking at the poster right now of Chevy Chase just getting electrocuted on the top mm-hmm. of his roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that image imagery being so stark. And so kind of like against the norm of like Christmas movies in general. And I met, and I specifically remember asking my mother, can we get this one? And she goes, no, we're not getting that one. <laughs> I mean, again, it's, it's, it's fairly tame, but it was, I was just so curious about what was happening on the front of this cover. Like why is Santa Claus getting like electrocuted? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very sort of, it's, 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 it's a rough poster. I mean, it, it's funny, but, um, yeah, I mainly, I think, Adam, I think I'm almost maybe in the same boat as you. I maybe saw Vegas first, then saw the first one, then the second one, and then I think, for, and then I saw, like, the the full, the full, the, the Christian Vacation one. Uh, I have to say, now, looking back, it might be one of my favorite vacations. Okay. So. Have you seen them all, Bridget? I have not seen all of the vacations, like. I had forgotten until you mentioned it that there was a Vegas vacation. Um, like, but have you seen that one? No, I've seen snippets of the first one. Like, I've probably seen it in full cumulatively over like several watchings, maybe once. European vacation, never seen it. This one, I've seen more than once. So, like, to me, like, this is like the vacation movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's funny too because every vacation the kids casting changes with every movie. If I, yeah. if I, remember, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the first one is um, what's his face from like Sixteen Candles and um, oh, and Anthony Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Vegas is Ethan Embry. Is that his name? Who's in like Can't Hardly Wait and all of those? Uh, you know, he was a '90s right. traveling teen actor who was in all <laughs> all manner of things. I believe the sister in this Christmas one, and I can't remember her name, but she's like in Cape Fear. She's like the daughter yep. in Cape Fear. She's in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, uh, it's um, I can't remember her name. Wikipedia. Come on, come on. Lewis. 
Thank oh, you. Oh, okay. Julia, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Julia loses the I daughter at this one. I knew there was like... <laughs> Bridget, you're going to have to narrow that down by like a thousand. I think that's true, <laughs> yeah. It's Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say, and this is not really a big spoiler, but this is like a very big uh, Uncle Eddie movie. Mm. Yeah, I think I yeah. kind of knew that about it because as far as like or, what excuse I me, know, excuse me, cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie, yeah, Uncle yeah. Eddie sounded weird coming out of my mouth. I was like, why does that sound weird? Uh, yeah, cousin Eddie, this is a big cousin Eddie movie um, compared to like Vegas, where he maybe shows up like later on in the movie, and same with the uh, the first one. Yeah, I mean, cousin Eddie in Vegas has like you know the whole Clark losing money in the casino is right. like subplot where that's kind of that pairing for most of the movie. Um, but I did know that he was in it in this one as well. Um, yeah, because all I but all I really know is that like he's in it, the you know the Griswold family, they are what they are, and right. that he's got some kind of like neighborly feud about Christmas lights. That's I think the extent of what I know because there was probably a, like a commercial revival or something a year or two ago where it's like, oh look, uh, Clark Griswold's back. It's Chevy Chase, and he's in an ad for Duracell or something. Right. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think there's like that Christmas trope in it about like neighbors like trying yeah. to like outdo themselves with christmas lights or whatever there's definitely some of that going on in here for sure yeah and i think that's the extent of it the um of what i know and even that like you said it's it's very tropey i mean that's in jingle all the way it's in yeah all kinds of other christmas movies um where it's just like oh i hate that guy his christmas display always outdoes mine and i'm gonna to wait till he sees this giant inflatable Snoopy that flies over my house like the Macy's. Like the Macy's right, bird. right. And you're going to see a lot of other tropes and things that have been done so many times before in other movies here. But again, I think it's it's all a vehicle for all the jokes for in a movie like this. It's just the throat at you. So many of them. Not all of them stick, but when they do, it's like it's it, it carries you to the next laugh like pretty easily. Yeah, and I think that's a staple of other the National, national Lapoon, yeah. Yeah, because that was just nonstop. You know, let's just throw everything at the wall, see what sticks, run it into the ground if we have to. But we're going to make we're going to land jokes when we can. Right. Right. Do you think I'm going to like it? I mean, you guys feel like you guys know me pretty well. Yeah. I Listen, if yeah. you say you love you like Vegas Vacation or even more than like Vegas Vacation, like this is probably going to be in your arsenal of holiday movies going forward. Or you'll just if you again, if you see it on TV, you're going to do more than two commercial breaks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I it's I, I, there's there's no way I think you're going to walk away not liking this. You may not like it as much as Vegas, but um, it's it's again, they throw a lot at the wall and a lot of it does stick. Yeah, I think. Yeah, at the very least, there's a lot in this movie that I think you'll appreciate. Cool. Uh, now, how much would you guys say? Because obviously, like I said, it, it, I've seen the first one. It's been a really long time, um, but I haven't seen the second. How much through line is there? in the series thus far other than you know who the Griswolds are you know that Clark's kind of an oaf but he's in charge and the wife's usually right but nobody listens and the kids are all over the place and it is what it is like what is there anything I need to know going in continuity wise with this or is it a very loose franchise it's 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 fairly loose I mean yeah you're right he's a he's a total doof and the wife is kind of long for the ride um it's a very like Simpson sort of dynamic which Mm -hmm. is like kind of like yeah. It's just you got Homer, he's clueless. You got Marge, who's trying to keep everything together, and then you got the kids who Homer is just like they're like just there to like bounce his like snarky you know comments off of, or, or and then it's just like maybe like towards like the end of like some sort of scene or like like see like an episode of The Simpsons where Homer like hugs his kids finally and like finally recognizes that they're there. Um, that's kind of like what you see with like every one of these vacation movies. Okay. So yeah, this so this is a break then from our recent. It's a it's a jerk asshole who finds the meaning of Christmas, or is that still here in this one as well? Oh I no! Mean, I th- go ahead, Reggie. No, I was gonna say. I mean, I think in some ways, like it's not you like that's gonna be in any Christmas movie. But like mm. the, I would say the way you get there. Actually, I don't know. I can't speak to the vacation movies. Like I don't have enough perspective on them. But I think like, if you're it's asked- there, but. Yeah, I think if you're asking if he's like kind of like the typical like dick that we've seen with the Christmas where like he's just not acknowledging the holiday and he doesn't care for it, like no, like Griswold, like he absolutely like wants like a great holiday. He's trying to do it over the top. Yeah. He's trying to have like the big dinner. He wants his house to look like, you know, like a Vegas billboard. Um, so there's he's very much in the Christmas uh mood 
maybe even more so than his entire family, which adds a lot to sort of the tension of like, all right, dad, you're overdoing it. Like that sort of like dynamic. Well, yeah. And I think that that's what I know and understand from the other vacation movies is that like, he just wants the most perfect family moment, but he goes about it in the most zany off the wall ass backwards way. Uh, Where if like, if he had just been a normal, like, human it would have all been fine yeah yeah exactly and just like you know been excited but try to get everybody involved um but that's not the clark griswold way at least that i know so i'm glad that that's the same um and not like oh they turned him into you know tim allen and the santa claus where he's just a jerk and right he's he got a new job so he's working too much and we just want him home for the holidays and (laughs) you know hijinks ensue so i'm glad that that's still like the characterizations right. are, are the same because that is part of the fun of those movies in addition and to I, the gags and everything. Right, right. And I am curious about Bridget's reaction to this because she hasn't seen it in a while because I know she had quite a little bit of anxiety watching planes, trains, and automobiles because of like yeah. all the, like the disaster after disaster after disaster that's <laughs> mm-hmm. here. And I, a lot of that is here and it's all in like one... I mean, most of the movie takes place at like... That, I mean, yeah. it's mm-hmm. not like where Vegas, they're somewhere, you know, the the you know... They go to uh, yeah, they're at the Bellagio and they're at the you know MGM and then they're at Cousin Eddie's. Yeah, then, like the vacation uh, for for them is like the the family that's coming to stay with them, like vacation wise for them, like like the Griswold family, like they're at their house like the entire yeah. movie for the most part. So it's a different movie in that respect. Yeah, I think part of the like it'll still be there, but I won't feel it because I don't love. Chevy Chase nearly as much as I love Steve Martin and okay. you know no one can touch John Candy kind of right. thing so there's less of like a sort of putting like yourself in their right. shoes and and Griswold himself almost doesn't even recognize the disasters when he sees them it's like everyone around him notices it and it's like it takes like the entire family to be like dad do you see what the hell is going on like whatever's happening you know what I mean it's just again, I there's just so many things that like would maybe stress someone out watching this because yeah. he's just so clueless and it's like everyone else is yelling at him about what's happening. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that'll bother me um, as much as it might have. <laughs> this was Bridget's first time watching it. Uh, yeah. I can't get uncomfortable and stuff like that, um, but I think I think if I was completely cold going in, I might be a little worried about that of just being like, is it too cringy? Is it too? It's like um, yeah, like it's not like Meet the Parents cringy when you first see Meet the Parents, and it's like oh my god, dude, oh for God's sakes, dude, like every scene is just like give that man a break. Ben Stiller messing up, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Please just give him a, give the man a break. He's <laughs> he's trying so hard just to be a I part know. of the family. Um no, but I think that because I've seen the other vacation movies and have an understanding of their like familial dynamic and there's mm-hmm. already an introduction to those characters, um, that like I kind of have enough of a gauge of that going in where I'm like, okay, I can could be like mentally right. prepared, like I psych myself it, up, you know. Just yeah, and it's and it's just enough removed from reality that it's not like a plane, trains, and automobiles where like that could easily happen. Like, and yeah. maybe some of the stuff could happen in here, but it just every character is just turned to ten. Like they're all yeah. zany as hell. So it's I think in that respect, much, yeah, like yeah, that high stakes, like farce, like just it's so over the top, that... so over the top. Like every character is just like yeah whatever you'll see i mean they're all like they're all like cousin eddie basically mm-hmm. okay nice well i'm uh i'm excited is there anything else that you guys want to ask of me before we we break we are again separately watching uh, so we're still socially distancing ourselves so if, if you're questioning the the audio from different weeks then that's that's <laughs> why um so we're all just doing our own separate things so uh, but anything you guys want to touch on before we we break to watch this movie i think i'm good Adam, what do you got to say for yourself? Fine. I'll watch it. All right. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Welcome back, everybody else as well. Listening, we, uh, we've we wrapped up our third Christmas movie of this holiday season, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. How's everybody feeling? How are you? Better question is, how are you feeling? That is yeah. a good question. Um, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um 
I'm exhausted, but uh, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. It was it was funny throughout. Um, you know, there was there was hearty laughs. There was little chuckles. There was you know visual things all over the place. That was really fun. Um, by the end, a little bit, I was a little bit tuckered out in terms of the like things that just keep getting thrown. And I'm like, okay, like by the right. time. By the time the squirrel comes around, I'm like, okay, come on, guys. <laughs> Please, God, no more. Yeah, like this man, give him, give him a break. He's been through a, he's been through a whole lot. <laughs> he doesn't have okay. the pool. Like he's, he's, it's, come on, just it was just one thing after that. I'm like, okay, we can. It let's, does let's, get really exhausting in the the latter of the movie for sure. Yeah, let's just wrap, let's just wrap it up. But I mean, there was even in that exhaustion there were still parts towards the end where you're just like what? like you just can't help but, <laughs> right um, yeah. but laugh because you're just like he's oh he's so hard up <laughs> so, right, right. he's going through so much so um, i guess like right from the beginning i mean just kind of go, going through it what are some of your highlights what are um as far as maybe some moments that were really funny to you i mean i found some moments even watching it for i don't know how many time that i laughed out like i completely forgot were there dialogue what have you um, so, I mean, right off the, the beginning, um, I didn't know that there was an animated opening and I was oh, like, right. I was like, Ooh, animated opening. Like, I'm, okay, I'm here for this. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have heard the song before, um, but the song is awesome. The na, 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 Christmas vacation. Like, oh, I right. love <laughs> yeah, yeah. Staples, baby. I uh, I love the opening and obviously playing uh, at the end credits as well. So that that was really fun. I did enjoy the little like you know the mishap Santa Claus was having, you know, in the opening. Sure. You know, falling off the roof and accidentally turning the gas on on the little fireplace knob and lighting his ass on fire. Uh, a preview of of many things. Right. A lot. A lot of red hairs. Yeah. A lot of asses on fire in this one. Um, so I did really, I, <laughs> I did really enjoy that. Um, I laughed really hard at how well he was able to bind up the tree at the very beginning. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, oh my god! Like, not only did you rip it out of the ground somehow, which is like kudos to you, dude. Um, but it looked like it was professionally thrown through one of those tree wrapping machines. Right. That they have at the the cut your own tree farms. Uh, but he did it with just like rope. So I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty impressive. Okay, can we talk about the neighbors that are there throughout? Oh, oh, yeah, I got a couple of notes on that. Because um, like their stuff was funny. Like the the one I enjoyed the most was the. Um, they're like, where are you going to get a Christmas tree at this hour? And then they're oh yeah, that was great. Barreling through the window. Yeah. Um, that one was my favorite. But like, why did do they? Does this stuff happen year round for them? Is it like is that why they hate them? Because it just seemed like they hated him for no reason. I thought it was a rivalry going in, which I was technically, I guess, kind of yeah. right about. Just not about the decorations, but like, is this just what their life is like? I think it's implying that yeah. the Griswolds are a huge pain in the ass for them. Like, they just don't conform to their yuppie ideologies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's funny, like, even when we were talking about the cast before that, I completely forgot that uh, that she was in it. Um, Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, uh, I didn't even yeah. recognize her at first because she had like the, the sunglasses on and right. the light of all things. Um, but yeah, I, I love that they are so, sort of like a casualty as far as all the damage that is happening next door. Like, I laughed out loud. I, t- I completely forgot about when he's trying to fix, like, nailing shit to the gutter and like that ice comes flying out of the gutter, like, most- <laughs> oh like, my God. Through it and like destroys their stereo. I like, laughed out loud. That was so funny. And I love that the delivery of like Todd, why is the carpet wet? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> yeah, the solution to many a, like a murder mystery riddle of like it was killed with the icicle and it melted and that's why there was no murder weapon. <laughs> oh, but yeah. the inside of their house just is like such a headache. Like I just the way it's like designed <laughs> and everything. It's like oh my god. There's like no sharp edges anywhere. It's just. It's the worst of yuppie 80s, like, everything. And you know what's funny? I do have an admission here. I completely forgot that, like, John Hughes is kind of, like, the mastermind behind all these vacation movies. Mm-hmm. Completely forgot about that. And then kind of digging into it while I was watching it, I didn't realize that he also uh, wrote Beethoven, the kids' movie, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And that movie also had 
a yuppie couple that is put through the motions like the entire movie. It's really hates those correct, yuppie people. It, yeah, I, again, I, we're talking about like a John Hughes universe again, I suppose. But yeah, um, <laughs> the the extended John Hughes universe. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I it, I think that it was great to have like the like the those neighbors next door just get like the shit handed to them left and right. Yeah, because at first when they first sh- showed up, I was like, wow, they seem to really, really hate him, like for no reason. Like he seems like a nice guy. He doesn't yeah. seem like he's he's mean, despite flipping off drivers on the road. Uh, but then, like as it went on, I was like, oh wait, I get it. It's because this shit happens all the time. Like, oh yeah, I can't yeah. believe they yeah. have to do this. Um, the, so their I did... running get up was freaking hilarious. It's like they're ready to go on like a Apollo <laughs> eight or something. Oh, the matching, the matching like yeah, it, it looks like it's made of a tin foil or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the weight loss, like it's the material of a uh, like a trash bag because right. it's like, like, like sweating a space, or whatever. A space blanket or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that stuff was too funny. I did enjoy speaking of the uh, the staple gun when he's he's putting up all the lights. I'm like, he's a staple gun. What are you like? What are you doing? It's the... <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the different ladder hijinks throughout that like whole sequence, where it's just like, how how are you how are you not dead? <laughs> Oh um, yeah, I love when he goes up to uh, he gets stuck up in the attic and he has he like starts putting on like his old mother's clothes and starts watching like old movies. Yeah. It just it's such a ridiculous like culmination of like little things and I'm like, how did this man just get so low? And not only that, he's just sitting like on like in between like the floor joist and just falls right through the freaking the the floor. It just yeah, it's, it's too much. He's sitting on the ladder, like he's sitting on the door. On to, like, the door, open. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it was funny because I, I saw him like pull that out, and obviously it's like the hilarious like reveal shot of him with the you know the head scarf and the, right, gloves, and the pink and, gloves and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like he's got the projector, and I was thinking like you know that's really it's like a really cool piece. Why is that in the attic? And then I realized that like it's old enough where it's you know outdated and like crappy technology in 1989 uh, but it's not so old that it's like a cool vintage piece that you would like have on display in the living room as like a you know a fun retro item like it's not old enough for that yet and that's why it's in (laughs) the attic (laughs) but that did give me pause but i I thought that was i thought that was a cute moment you know showing how much he loves christmas and you know giving it that right. that sweet touch because the, there was a lot of those that i liked in this too where it's you know the zaniness takes a pause for a second and you're like okay you know every everything's gonna be okay for them they love each other they're right. having fun everybody's putting up with stuff like the um when, when they finally get the lights turned on and everybody sees it like that's a really sweet moment because they finally take a pause for five seconds of the just like constant beating you down with like right right <laughs> there seems to be so many shots yeah. of like clark Griswold like holding his family and looking at something that, that he just built like and he's like the only one that's just blown away by it yeah. <laughs> there's just so many shots of that in this movie but yeah that's a that's a it's a good moment and then at the end when everyone's when he uh i don't know what happens like the sewer blows up or something and the grandma's singing like uh at the ballpark yeah after doing the Pledge of Allegiance earlier, she's very patriotic. That she uh, is, yeah. And whatever her name was. Yeah. What do, uh, What's your thought on the uh, the cast of characters in this? Um, so I didn't realize that Johnny Galecki was the kid. Uh, was was young Russ in this one because we talked right. about Juliet Lewis on the before part. So I didn't realize that was him, and I almost didn't recognize him, but I saw his name in the credits uh, at the beginning. So I thought that was fun. Um, you know, Chevy Chase is good in this. He's as Clarky as he can be. You know, he's just he's yeah. hitting all the the Clark Griswold bits that you kind of expect. Um, I was a little disappointed we didn't get more out of what is it, Helen's mother, the uh, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond and the grandma yeah. from Grandma's yeah. Boy. Like, yeah. When she sh- yeah, yeah. When she showed up, I was really excited because I was like, oh my god, I love her. She's hilarious. Uh, and then she didn't really do anything other than just be like an absolute raging drunk bitch <laughs> yeah it does yeah. seem i, I do, do love that Go ahead, Bridget. no i was gonna say i love when the in-laws arrive simultaneously and like the madness of that scene of like them just talking over each other and like the chaos of that like it, it does like 
everybody's doing their best work kind of thing at that point sure. like and it's just so enjoyable there's so like these little bits of madness that you like you can like cling to and be like just that one snippet is hilarious yeah. right right but, i would yeah. almost say there's probably two more people than there should be in in the movie as far as like who's in the house it just seems to be again like you said we didn't get a lot of uh, her mother and other people in the uh, in the movie that maybe should have had more lines but like even like when he was like when Clark's father came out like for like one or two lines like I almost forgot that he was like in the movie like towards the end he's like I'm gonna go in and try and save the, <laughs> save the house from the squirrel <laughs> yeah I like I enjoyed some of the bits of the the aunt and uncle that showed up at the end like the really elderly you know people um, some of their stuff was funny but it did feel like that was like okay we we already got the older parents kind of thing like we we don't need these also wacky, even wackier, outrageous people. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I they were basically the they were basically the Trojan horse or the cat, the cat bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I was trying to figure out like the whole time he was on screen, the uncle that comes in, like the one that's smoking the cigar and has the toupee and everything like that. I was looking at him, and I honestly couldn't tell if he was an old, an actual old man or a younger person in old man makeup. <laughs> I know it's the makeup and like the hair job and everything is so like it's not good. <laughs> but... I, I couldn't tell. I'm just like, is it the lighting? Like, what? He does not look like. He doesn't look like either one convincingly enough. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, their stuff was like funny, and yeah, they brought the the cat in for the the cat bit, which, oh my god, that poor cat. <laughs> It got smoked. Yeah, I forgot what I wrote down about the cat. I laughed out loud about it, but it was just I, I can't figure out what I wrote about it. But um, yeah, that was that was funny. And then also we for, I forgot that you know uh, Bill Murray's brother's in it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And again, we just had Scrooge a couple of weeks ago, so that was interesting that he was also in that. Yeah, a lot of similarities thus far. Right, right. Um, what was it? Oh yeah, with the, I did love though when uh, when they first was like the 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 box is meowing. And then Clark just takes it and just shakes it. Shakes the shit out of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, and I love the like the, the pantomime or whatever they did of making it seem like the cat is just trying to jump out. And so he then just like reacts. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he either did it really well yeah, or they had something in it that like made it shake. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of magnet machine, you know, perpetual motion thing that just like wound around in there. Right, right. Uh, oh. Can we talk about Cousin Eddie in this? Yeah, I didn't really like Cousin Eddie in this, to be honest. Uh, you know, it's okay. So, yeah, I, I almost agree with you because I thought kind of going into this that I remember it being a little more him centric and it ended up being not so much that. But he did have like some of the best lines like in the movie, like the, <laughs> the part where he's talking about, uh, you know, where he's been out of work for like seven years and they're talking about, <laughs> oh, he's holding out for a job in management. Yeah. I know that wasn't him per se, but I mean they're just playing off of him. Or like when they're they're at dinner and they're like, Oh, I think I heard that Santa's coming in from New York and he's like, Clark, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I thought that was so good. The delivery was so good on that. See, I really like that, but then they didn't follow it up, so I was kind of bummed. Right. Uh, so I was like, oh, that would have been a really great exchange back and forth of like he doesn't realize that Clark is kidding or like he honestly believes in Santa or whatever. Like right. I was kind of bummed that that didn't go. But that part was really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, his dog with all the snot all over its face. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice that before. Did you notice that the dog named Snots and had snot all over its face, like at least in the yeah, beginning? Yeah, like yeah. They cut to like the second shot of him like and he goes from just like normal dog to like like, like covered in candle wax or something. yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, russ has to like wipe it on his his very nice little blackhawks jersey like oh right right oh the part where the dog throws up under the i'm glad we didn't see it where he throws up under the table where it's like oh, what's wrong with your the, dog <laughs> the, the sound effect they used for that was so horrendous yeah <laughs> It was so bad. This deep, horrible growl followed by the worst <laughs> ralphing sound I've ever heard. Another really funny line for me next to the uh, Are You Serious Clark was when Clark is in his boss's office and he's like, I'm on an important call. And like the phone is obviously <laughs> on like the hook. And he picks up the phone call. He's like, get me someone on the phone. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought that was so good. <laughs> give me something. Give me someone in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. In the meantime, I'll wait. 
Literally anybody. What What do you think was like your favorite like sight gag in the movie? Um, I did really enjoy the um when they show how everyone's like getting on while like you know where all the sleeping accommodations are for okay, all the yeah. different like grandparents and everything, and it does that slow pan up to grandpa in the top bunk that then has the poster of turtles fucking behind his head. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then it pans up to the ceiling and it's got like the, like like a centerfold or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that is a, that is a dichotomy real quick. (laughs) between the two. Um, I really enjoyed that one. And then I also laughed really hard at the end where um, they're all like in the living room and the cops are like, freeze. And so they're all standing there. And it's like, oh, yes. this, is, this is my wife. Like, this is Clark Griswold. Right. He lives here. And Helen's like, hey, thank you for coming to our home. And she shakes hands and then immediately just grabs Clark's dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, goes back. Because she's there, like, the full shot, basically. But, like, the way she, like, extends her arm but doesn't move the rest of her body or, her, like, yeah. her expression even. And, like, shake and then just back. Like, I had forgotten, I'd forgotten that like Beverly D'Angelo is like such a gem in this movie. Like mm-hmm. she she does a lot like to move things forward and like has a lot of good bits of her own. Like it's not just Clark. Like when she's right. talking to Juliette Lewis in the kitchen and like she's complaining yeah. and like. She, yeah, she's just like, we're all having a hard time. And then, like, she, you see her hand come up out of frame with, like, the cigarette. Like, and it's just, like, again, perfect <laughs> timing and, like, such a sense of, like, physical comedy. Right. Like, I, I, without honestly, being, like, yeah. Without her in all of these movies, like, like if we're talking about in, like, the world of the Griswolds, like, the, the family would not survive without her, like, at all. No, absolutely not. <laughs> She holds the so far. I think she's the best. She's the best mom we've had in all of the movies thus far. <laughs> I know. Well, because that was part of like we've had such a bad run of like moms and like lady partner characters. Like whether yeah. they're just like they hate imagination or they're just not like well rounded or fleshed out in any way. Right. Like having her come in was like such a a breath of fresh air. Yeah. 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 Um, in that scene you're talking about where they're in the kitchen, I love that she doesn't take the time to close the matchbox before she lights it. Oh, and yeah, like, just like she's hey, jumping a little bit. Like, <laughs> shoot out of the box. <laughs> like, I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Cigarette. So I, I also love wa- how her mom knows immediately that she's right. done so I was trying to watch it. I didn't really rewind or anything, but I couldn't understand why she went to go like turn on the light in the garage, then turn it off, then walk back, and then like walk back and turn it back on. Like, did she have an epiphany? Like, what yeah, transpired I, there that I didn't realize? What like did she realize that those were the lights outside? Or I think she must have. Okay, I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was a little more deeper or interesting. Or like, I just I was like, what is she thinking about right now? She took a long pause in the kitchen and then turned back around. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm reading into it, but. Well, I think because she knew that it obviously worked once, right. like, randomly by happenstance. Sure. So, like, okay, how could it come on and then off like that? And then maybe she heard Clark screaming. She didn't react right. as if she did, but maybe she did and was like, wait, what did I just do that was different? Right. It just uh, maybe I think for me, for me, maybe the camera just lingered a, more, a beat more than maybe I would have done it. But <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, she's an integral part of the uh, of all the, the whole series. Um, what do you think about the kids? Oh, we were talking about the kids, really. Actually, you know what I didn't realize is the, the daughter uh, from Cousin Eddie's daughter. I couldn't peg where she's from. At first, I thought she was like the feral child from the, like the Mad Max movies. She but does kind actually... of look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she is actually, if you've ever seen it, Fatal Attraction with Richard Gere. Is it Richard Gere? No, it's uh, Michael Douglas. I'm sorry. The daughter. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's the daughter. <laughs> and she's like, what happened to my rabbit? Like, the, we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's her. So I was like, that's, I was wondering why she, where, where she came from. Mm. Nice. Um, so I did enjoy this because uh, we've had this kind of through line the last couple of episodes of the passage of time not really making sense, like them not doing a good job of handling it. I did like the use of the advent calendar to yeah. show like, okay, when did the grandparents get here? When did Cousin Eddie get here? Like, how is this movie progressing? 
But that has got to be the shittiest avocado of all time. It's really bad, yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Not to mention there's nothing behind it. There's no There's no like, treat. There's nothing no, there. Yeah. You're surprised oh, yeah, is this picture. Open your advent calendar. Here's, here's a spooky doll. I wonder what we'll get tomorrow. Another spooky doll! You know? Here's oh my an old-timey god. crusted photo of a baby. <laughs> Speaking of old-timey things, we used to have this in my house, and I noticed it in this movie, the candle carousel. Did you ever have that when you were a kid in your house? Okay, so no, I didn't. And okay. I saw that, and I was watching the movie with Jamie, and she pointed to it, and it was like, oh my god, did you see that thing? One of my friends has one and was just showing me like the other day that these existed. Right. I had no idea that that was a thing, but those look really cool. Dude, they're very cool, what but they're also just as fragile the as they are in the movie. Like, they don't play it up like how ridiculously de- delicate they are. You what touch it, it like, and like... Is it like balsa wood? Oh! I don't know exactly... Be, yeah. yeah, I don't know exactly what it's made out of or anything, but it's just, it's so flimsy. And uh, I always remembered, like, when we were... You know, playing around the house, whatever. My mother would always tell us to get the hell away from it. And you know what's funny? We didn't have one for Christmas. We had one for Halloween. It was a Halloween one that we had. Ooh, so spooky. Yeah, it was pretty spooky. You're uh, <laughs> more spooky when you broke it and mom yelled at you. But, um, but I thought that was pretty. When I saw that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I, I had not seen one of those in a long time. No, yeah, that was pretty cool. I, and I had no idea they existed. And it was funny that, like, they have real world. <laughs> right and speaking of funny items in the movie i think the one thing that i laughed out early on was the tasmanian mug the tasmanian devil mug everyone has like these professional mugs and he just has like a tasmanian devil mug yeah you you gotta have the fun one do Uh, yeah the one thing i uh and i this is one of the things i've seen like the merchandise for but i don't like the moose cup it seems wholly impractical i hate that thing too yeah like, I don't yeah. know if I'm supposed to hate it. Like, is it supposed to be so kitschy because it's a, like it's such a Clark thing? Or is it supposed to be like a legitimately good, fun like Christmas cup? I think it just I think it's played for laughs. If you if you really look into it, it's just it's everything in the house and all the stuff that they have is really funny. I mean, I you know what's funny with the eggnog too is like when he gets that check and he like doesn't realize that he's gonna get any anywhere near any money at all for that pool. He goes and has like two cups of eggnog and he goes, It's good eggnog. It's really yep. good. Like he's just like the only good thing happening right now is the eggnog in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's um, a big gulp of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Bridget? I know you haven't seen. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I like. I I came out of it. It was like a ten for me. I'm like, this is exactly what I needed. (laughs) Oh, really? Balance of like, yeah, the right balance of like, I don't know, just something about the like, Clark so desperately he has envisioned how this Christmas is gonna go, and he's trying so hard to make it happen, and then nothing is going the way he wants. And, like, the ultimate, like, I literally wrote down, like, when he's, like, finally, like, freaking out and, like, everyone's trying to leave. And he's like, no one leave. And, and she's <laughs> saying, let him go before it gets any worse. And he's like, right. worse? We're already <laughs> on the threshold of hell. <laughs> that, I was like, the number of times I've had that moment this year, I was like, yes, this is, this is yes. the Christmas 2020. Uh, Brian <laughs> watched, yeah part of it with me and he had some spicier takes and his like his was like essentially like he has no problems he lives in an enormous beautiful house he's worried about a bonus like these are all essentially he said they're boomer problems like only would this have been like a big like you couldn't make this move now like the, the big, like, financial problem you'd be facing wouldn't be, like, am I going to school? It would be, like, am I going to lose my health insurance kind of thing? Yeah. And I was, like, yeah, but I like it. It's so <laughs> for me. You know, I had I, I had that same exact feeling when Clark started, like, freaking out about not getting money and sort of, like, pacing around the house. And he, like, paced through, like, three rooms. And I, like, had, like, that same epiphany. <laughs> I'm, like, he just walked through, like, three large rooms. Like, he's pretty well off. I see Kate he had that I liked that I wrote down he's like so what like what is this movie I'm like well you know like National Lampoon Vacation there's you know vacation there's 
European vacation. There's apparently Vegas vacation. Yeah. And this is Christmas vacation. He's like, what vacation? Don't go anywhere. I'm like, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to explain <laughs> to you guys early on. It's kind of weird that they sort of like landed on this idea that, again, it's okay, it's a holiday vacation, it's your vacation off from work or whatever you want to call it, but it's yeah. it wasn't in the vacation in the same breath as going somewhere as in the other movies in the series. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think I'm trying to remember what time period we showed where he's like, I'm done for the year. Was that Christmas Eve or was that like the 18th uh, or something um, like that? that was- it was like the 18th, I think. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, that's a week before Christmas yeah. and a week after Christmas. Like, that's a pretty right. decent week. Like, it's a staycation. It's a staycation. That's exactly... I I literally said that out loud, like, when I was watching. I, there was, like, a, just, like, a, a hero shot of the house. And I'm like, this is a staycation movie. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't think that <laughs> word had been invented yet in 1989, though. I don't no, know yeah, exactly. I created. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it was that that way back Christmas then. Christmas staycation. It would have been yeah. too liberal to say uh, staycation back then. Uh, and the song wouldn't have sounded as good. No. <laughs> you can't have that SS, you know, right there at the end. The sound wouldn't work. Right. It would be bad. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I again, I, I'm, I'm sort of having a trend watching these movies that we haven't watched in a while. And I have like this feeling that like, I love this movie again. I do love this movie. I actually, I like it a lot, but I, in my head, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure this is like better than the other vacations. And I don't think that right now. I think I, I maybe think Vegas is better. And the first one's better than this one, but they're within like inches of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even watching this, I don't know that it would have jumped above Vegas for me. I'd probably have to sit on it a little bit more and maybe see it a couple more times, but they are very similar movies. Like yeah. there's so many similar beats, like the, even the part where um, Clark and Eddie go to Walmart, which I do love these right, like, yeah. two eighty eight for a six pack or whatever. Right. Um, that, 80 pounds of dog food. Yeah, that very yeah. much mirrored like the buffet scene in Vegas. Like the, the even the way it was shot, like you see them walking through like side by side, doing right. random things, you know, off on the side or whatever. It's a, it very much felt like that. So they're yeah, very very similar movies. Yeah, there's a lot of trademarks. There's you know early on you have the car doing the jump off the snow. You had that yeah. the first one. Uh, you have the the hot girl that Clark is kind of just like fallen over like you know when he's in the department store and he has like the daydream of her taking off all her clothes at the pool oh i hated um, the department store scene yeah that was kind of rough <laughs> yeah I, it's the one that you're like but i yeah i've never liked the, it because it's it's so over the top outrageous like i've never heard a person ever talk like that like i right I know it's played up to like the um, the nth degree, but it always just seems so forced and weird and like outside of even the other outrageous things that happen in the movie. Yeah, it still feels more ridiculous than that. <laughs> I'm curious how why they didn't get the uh, the original actress from like the, the vacation and in Vegas vacation because they're the same blonde chick. I, I forget her name, Bridget. Maybe if you know her, the actor or the the model. Um, I forget. She still looks the same. Like she, she's like not human, but. <laughs> National Lampoon, hot chick. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Christy Brinkley. Yeah, Christy Brinkley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was. It, yeah. it, it, um, it would have been cool if they had her in there, and they and you would have had like this moment where Clark like recognizes her, and it's like a running gag because he definitely recognizes her in Vegas Vacation. It's not just like another hot girl. They play it up like they have a history of sort of running in together over the years. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't available. Didn't want to do the the diving board scene. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know, I still I think it's a really s- solid Christmas movie. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. And I, it's it's a movie. It's a comedy comedy for me where I'm like smiling like an idiot more than I'm like outright laughing. Like that's the kind of comedy it is for yeah. me, even though there are those moments. It's a movie. Once you get like on its wavelength, like you are your face is going to be hurt because you just smile the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do like that. There, because there is a good mix. Like I was saying before, of like ones where I'm like laugh out loud, you know, really, really funny, uh, and some where I'm just like, oh my god, this is stupid, but like that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the whole sledding scene is just like ridiculous. Yeah, and like you know it's gonna happen. Like you know, the second he says it's the slipperiest material or whatever, uh, you know exactly what's gonna happen, and. Right. 
But then he shoots off like an actual rocket. Like, yep. just, yeah, and it just cuts so beautifully. Like, yeah, like it seems like a he's couple. There's a couple, a couple scenes like that where just like the way like the sequence like add to like how funny and ludicrous it is. Like when the police raid the house, like there's a great moment like this the the song is is playing in the background and like they're running through and it's like shaky cam at certain points like that like actually like made me laugh out loud (laughs) like the you think you've reached the denouement and like no still right just keep coming how did she overcook the turkey so much like that's one of the most like the images I remember from this movie is just like him cutting into the turkey and it's like it's like like, an egg opening an alien (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know and then like I love how like right right and I love how they don't skip over and then all it's eating the sides they're actually like eating the skin like they're all just like chewing it at the table and you hear everyone just hearing it sound like they're chewing on like Jolly Ranchers or something I, I yeah, admit, that was a bit much for me. Oh, it man. was. It was a lot. Yeah, and the then chewing, obviously gnashing, like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and obviously the dog like choking on the bone under the table was just like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, is that like I was like, oh my god, it's so gross, but I was still laughing, or at the very least, like smiling. Right. I was cringing, but also like this, this is funny, and they're really committed to it. And like the yeah. the one she like soaks is, it in water. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, single-handedly, the grossest thing in the movie is Cousin Eddie, like, unloading all the shit in his RV into the sewer, like, oh, in, like, yeah. a robe with a beer and a cigar, and he just, it's just, the whole scene, like, the whole frame is just disgusting. <laughs> uh, I did laugh really hard, though, when he's just, like, so casually, like, yeah, shitter's backed up, like, it's just clogged. So oh, I yeah, I love that, yeah, the delivery of that's great. Just so passe. Uh, and then along the same lines, I did really love the line... Where the little girl's like, yeah, it needs to be shit and bricks. Like, you shouldn't say that word. Sorry, shit and rocks. This <laughs> 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 like, little, this little redneck girl that just thinks bricks is the wrong word. This is great. I did. Yeah. I love that. I laughed really hard at that one. Yeah, I love when Clark talks about something. I forget how what cousin Eddie says to him, but he says, "Oh, you know, I could drive you out and leave you out for dead or something like that too, if you want." But <laughs> just middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, just middle of nowhere. Yeah. I did love when the uh, the first scene with the boss where he's like, I need this report by the end of the day. In layman's terms, none of that insider crap that nobody understands. Oh, yeah, I love that. Clark's just <laughs> like, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> so awesome. I, I almost kind of like, I had like to do a double take when the, the messenger boy delivered his check. And I'm like, holy cat, is that Bobcat? And I was like, it, didn't seem like it looked like it for like a second. Then I had to like look it up real quick. because He's only there for a hot second. But no, yeah. it's, it's not. It's yeah. not him. Yeah, because it looked almost exactly like his character in Scrooge. Like had the same glasses, had the same kind of like look. Um, so right. yeah, that, that would have been a nice little coincidence. Forgot about Bobcat and Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the highlight for me. That's you my know, takeaway. I'm like, from the just movie. remembering him put a smile on my face. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Um, I obviously figured out that the like the bonus wasn't going to come as soon as he's like, I really need this to buy this pool. Um, but I yeah. wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I didn't know if it was gonna like I knew it wasn't gonna be enough, but I wasn't sure like how far they were gonna go to it. Was it gonna be like? you know, oh, it's only like 50 bucks. Is it a gift certificate? Is it a, you know, obviously it turns out to be the subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club or whatever, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) Uh, Because I think like we had just watched an episode of Friends where the Christmas bonus is like a donation has been made in your name to like the New York Ballet. And so I was like, is that what it's going to be like a donation to a local Chicago land charity? Right. Yeah. And he has another good line after he, he like gets opens the jam and something like it's the gift that keeps on giving year round. Like he's just yeah. so like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like the, the month club. The jello mold leaking out of the gift or whatever. He's like, I'm, <laughs> this gift is leaking. <laughs> There's a lot of jello related uh, humor in this movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like so, cat food in the jello. Yeah. Oh god! Wait, yeah, is that what right. that was? I couldn't I tell. Think like, so. 
I think so. It was like kibble. Like, it looked like kibbles, like little different shapes or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't tell what was wrong. I thought like maybe he got a cat hair in his mouth or something like that when he was like, "Oh, so the cat likes Jello." I thought maybe he got <laughs> cat hair in his mouth. Or something. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's gross." But like it never came up again. I right, realized right. I missed that that there was cat food in there. <laughs> um. So, Adam, what do you think about this movie? Like living in the pantheon of great Christmas movies, where you know it's on like every holiday Christmas watch list. Is it deserving of those spots? Is it you, do you see what people have been talking about, or or is it is it overrated? Um, no, I definitely think it deserves to be on that list. I don't know how highly I would rank it for me personally. Uh, again, I think that would take more repeat viewings and more, you know, kind of thought taking you know sit on it for you know a day or two or what have you. But I definitely think it deserves to be up there. I laughed. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, you know, it's not, it's not perfect, but none of these Christmas movies are right. Um, I don't know that it would be an every year movie for me. Like, I don't know that I could okay. do it because it's a lot. It is a lot. And I, yeah. I was kind of warning you up at, at a time. It's kind of like, Hey, you want to watch like meet the parents or do you want to watch? Like, I, I can't think of another movie where just someone is put through the ringer and it just like, again, it's not so much anxiety. It's just like, it's ex- exhausting. Like you said, like towards the third act, it goes a yeah. little bit too long with the gags and the tree like b- bursting into flames. It wasn't even flames. Like he turned around and it was just like a charred Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I know. I totally get what you're saying. It, it, it gets exhausting towards the end. Um, and it's not something I think I would watch every year too, but um, you know what I think yeah. this is the perfect movie for, this is the perfect movie for either one of two scenarios. It's either, it's a thing that you put on after you like kind of got ready to go to your like your Christmas party or your family gathering, but you're not going to be able to stick around to watch the whole thing. Right. Or you've yeah. just gotten home from a party, a function, Christmas shopping or whatever, and you catch the second half. Like both halves are good, but watching it all every year would be a lot. Right. But I feel like the mm-hmm. perfect amount is just like, Oh, you know what? Oh, this is on. Like, I know we got to go in like a half an hour, 45 minutes, but like, let's put this on and then we'll load up the car and we'll head out. Or it's yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just made it back. What an exhausting Christmas season day of whatever you have going on. Because there's right. always a million This is like the day. perfect holiday movie you put on like the, the minivan DVD player. Yeah. To go to like your aunt's place. You yes. know what I mean? Like, where you only yeah. get yes. like 45 minutes to watch it and like that's like just enough to watch it. Yeah. Or this is like you put this on while you're like wrapping presents, or like you got to be doing something else. I feel like this can't be a thing that I would. It like. can't be your main focus. It has no. to be something like in the background, and you'll know if you look, you'll catch some gags here and there. But if you catch yeah. every gag, like you might need some like Tylenol like at the end of it. Yeah, and you'll know which ones you can tune out. Like I, I on rewatches, I will probably tune out the squirrel chase because it just doesn't. It was it was one too many. It's, it's one too gag long. too many. You know, it's the every all the important Christmas things have been destroyed, and then you're like, you know what we got to do? Destroy everything else in the house just for good measure. I'm like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> like, maybe just run on the table, ruin that last one Christmassy thing, right. but like leave the chairs alone, leave the living room alone. Like, just do that one other thing, and that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I I do think it deserves to be on there. I do think it's worth it's absolutely worth watching um, and it's worth, it's worth repeat viewings for those really, really funny moments. Um, but I don't think it could be a thing where I'm like, all right, gather around popcorn, nope. lights yep, off, no phones, quiet, everybody focus, pay attention. Let's all laugh together. <laughs> <laughs> as nice right. as that sounds. Um, yeah. I feel like it, it's gotta be an errand adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a movie you put on while you're wrapping presents, and like every yeah. once in a while, you like pause, you look up and pause. Yeah. So yeah. you may miss a thing, but you can rewind it. Like you know, it's whatever. Or it's you know, you don't mind catching it on TV. Um, but no, it's fun. I really, I did enjoy it. I laughed a lot. You know, I wrote a lot of you know a lot of notes of things that I <laughs> and things like that. Like the, uh, the the fucking drum roll. When he's like, I have a drum roll, and everybody's like, Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> 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 like, 
Ellen starts it, and then like at one point, I think like one of the the moms is like beatboxing almost, like she's yeah. adding in like tweets and you know you know different sound effects and shit. Yeah, I think my one of my favorite insert shots in the entire movie is when like he finally plugs it in and they go to the meter outside and it's like spinning <laughs> like a fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, it's, you can yeah. see the whole town dim, and then they add the emergency nuclear power. Oh right, right. And then you have the yuppies yeah. next door who are like eating like a steak and dinner. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but like it's just like <laughs> it just they, they gonna... get knocked out of their bed somehow because of the light. It just. Yeah, they're going to drink wine and kiss every inch of their bodies after they took showers from their tracksuit running adventure. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as for me, like, I think I pretty much covered everything I wanted to touch on this movie. Bridget, did you have anything to add outside of what you've said so far? No, but just, I guess something that is, interesting about this movie like that I I might have known at one point but had forgotten until I was like doing like IMDBing um, right while it was on was that Christopher Columbus was actually set to direct initially this movie and, and he apparently had like two meetings with Chevy Chase and and in the course of those two meetings was like there's no fucking way I right. Work with this. Like, went to John Hughes and like, even though he didn't have another job lined up, quit. Was like, I can't do this. And John Hughes was like, It's okay. I have this other movie for you. I think I know you. Alone. You. I think you saw that huh. on the Netflix. The Netflix doc that they had about like how how we made yeah. the movies. It was the Home Alone one mm-hmm. where they were sort of talking about how Home Alone was made. And I yep. think he had touched on the fact that like John Hughes was trying to find a project for him. And it just because, like you said, Chevy Chase is just such a hard actor to work with for whatever reason um, that he's completely passed on it. Huh. And, you know, it's funny, like I, I, in all, I forgot to mention, it too, I know we've all seen Elf, but Netflix just recently added holiday movie, yeah, how, yeah. how we made the movie. So they did one for Elf and they did one for uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Before Christmas. Yeah, I, saw, I, I saw the, the Elf one. Yeah, I watched the Elf one. That was good. So, um but yeah, it'd be cool to see uh, others in that uh, in that documentary series. But um, yeah, that's an interesting uh, take on. It. Again, for me too, I completely forgot that John Hughes was a part of the vacations. I don't know. I I maybe knew it at one point, but um, it makes a ton of sense at least to me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, again, just all, especially with like how much this like movie sort of ties into like what like Home Alone because did Home Alone come out this year? 89 or it comes out the year after and it's because yeah it comes out in the summer technically if i'm remembering correctly and it's like such a hit it stays like right like they didn't anticipate it being like such a big hit and there's just yeah there's so many right because there's so many touchstones like that they took from like this movie into the into home alone as far as like single house setting things are destroyed escalating just one after the other and it just again a lot of things there's a lot of bridges a lot of things that sort of transcend to these movies but um yeah, yeah it's I, it now that i think about it, it's undoubtedly a john hughes uh, universe movie christmas va- or home alone is christmas vacation if it was a horror movie correct <laughs> yeah <laughs> someone saw you know christmas vacation like but what if we took we sent the family on a real vacation and a kid got left behind and then he's got to deal with kidnappers like that's what you would make that fake trailer <laughs> for and then they turn it into a real movie but what if yeah. it was like john candy and steve martin were like the burglars and they just couldn't find a place to stay at night <laughs> trying to get back to chicago and they were breaking into houses and like terrorizing little kids i would watch i would watch that movie all <laughs> yeah i'd watch the shit out of that yeah <laughs> This interconnected John Hughes universe that we've built is amazing. And it's I amazing, watch, yeah. I want to watch every film, yeah. TV series, book, comic book <laughs> that we could create. Right, for. right. Well, I, I, I'm I, sure there's going to be some John Hughes movies maybe down the line, uh, maybe that come next year, that we'll uh, yeah. be certainly be watching. Maybe if we have some guests who haven't seen 16 Candles or some shit like that, we'll uh, we'll yeah. maybe entertain that uh, that idea. But um, yeah, for me, it's a solid Christmas movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Chevy Chase is great. Everyone's great in it. Um, again, overstays is welcome by uh, maybe five or ten minutes, but it doesn't ruin it for me. Bridget, final thoughts? Anything? Uh, anything else that you want to uh, say? You, you just to still at the ten level? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna 
say it's a 10 level, even though I know it's not a 10, but I'm, I'm giving it a 10. <laughs> just really okay. it, it yeah. hit all the right spots. Nice. Yeah, ultimately, I'm super glad that we that we, we watched it. Um, I'm glad that I can say that I've seen it now. Uh, I will definitely be able to get references and pretend that I was a fan of it the whole time. There you go, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, yeah, I definitely wish it was a movie that we all saw together. Unfortunately, yeah. with everything that's been going on. But if I had to think of one over the past couple of weeks, this I would have loved this one. It would have been a hoot. Yeah, no, it was yeah. good. It was real funny. So I'm um, I'm super glad we watched it. I'm glad that it's it's now in my my list of things I've seen. I definitely wouldn't turn it off if I came across it on TV. Um, so it it hits all of the marks that you want for a good Christmas movie <laughs> that can stand up to repeat viewings. Just you know, make sure you're doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as far as like the next couple of weeks with this into the end of the year, Adam, what are we looking at for uh, for shows for the people listening? Ooh, that's a good question. I think we got to nail down exactly what we want to do next week. I know there was a couple of options we threw out there, so we can figure that out. Um, what we want to do for that one. So I'm not a quite of, sure. A little, bit of a, a little bit of a surprise for the people yeah. for next week. Um, so you'll just have to stay tuned. You'll just have to, you know, <laughs> like and subscribe and mm-hmm. click that bell to get notified or whatever the thing, <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that they say. Um, Got to do it. That's just what happens. That's how yep. this works. Uh, so yeah, so we'll figure it out. It'll be something good. It'll be something Christmas related um, because it will be it will be Christmas Eve. So right, uh, we just got to figure out exactly what movie that is and. Uh, We'll be excited. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll see if there's a, are there any good New Year's movies we could do it that week in between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple we can look into. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think what I'm excited for, I mean, obviously, the, through the end of the year, but in next year, um, getting some, maybe some guests involved on this podcast, getting Absolutely. some new movies. Again, we'll be, uh, we'll be dropping the, the holiday thing. We may, you know hit the Easter movies, maybe watch the Ten Commandments <laughs> together or something. But, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll be obviously, um, landing and anytime our podcasts land within a week of a holiday, we'll, uh, we'll see what the options are and see if anyone's, uh, seen or not seen or watched, excuse me, yeah. um, that, uh, said film. So, um, at least for me, uh, loved it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine I'll Watch It. Remember, you can find every episode of Fine I'll Watch It on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform, uh, every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. You can also find us on Twitter uh, at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you think of Christmas Vacation. Is this an every year thing for you? Is this uh, you'll watch part of it? Is th- Or is this that sit-down popcorn family film where – Everyone, everyone gets in on the laughs all together and it just tugs at all of the heartstrings. Let us know on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Bridget. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.